This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on the Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. It's another episode of Plastic Soup on Earth Matters, an ongoing series where we ask ourselves, are we indeed living in a giant bowl of plastic soup? And we want to explore ways we can get out of this goop. So it is the tail end of Ramadan and Hari Raya is just around the corner. But like any other festival or celebration, we tend to consume more and likewise generate more waste as well. So on today's show, we want to explore how to be more mindful about our consumption ahead of the upcoming festivities and joining me to do that are Marina Yahya. She's the co-founder of Tatna Straw and Sampah Menyampa and Korsu Yi, the co-founder and director of Zero Waste Malaysia. Welcome ladies, how are you today? Hello, Julia. Hi, hi, Julia. Hi, Marina. <laughs> Lovely to have you both on the show. Um, uh, Suyi, I just had you on last week. We, oh, just yeah, just last week, right? We were talking about uh, the launch of uh, Trashpedia and your first on-ground event. Uh, tell me a little bit about how it went. How did the event go? Yeah, um, the, the the event went super super well uh, last Saturday, and uh, we managed to attract over three hundred participants. Uh, to attend the events and also um, we we also able to see a lot of like familiar faces. Uh, there are some people who are actually coming all the way from Johor as well. Wow. Yeah, which is so, so, so amazing. And also meeting uh, all of the familiar zero waste communities, including Marina was there as well with her, uh, with, with two kids. Two kids, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And yes. Marina, I mean, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Your name has been mentioned on Earth Matters, even though this is the first time on the show. Your name has been mentioned many, many times. And I'm so pleased to have to be able to speak to you. You are, of course, the co-founder of uh, Tanah Straw and Sampah Menyampa. Uh, maybe we can just remind listeners about what those two organizations uh, stand for. Well, basically, we are just, I can't say, like activists of people who just have a big interest on how we can actually push um, Malaysians or encourage Malaysians to change their habits of not using uh, single-use plastic and how they can actually change their household uh, to remove single-use plastic from, from home and make it as a habit that can bring their own container and change their life or basically change their uh, daily lives into, you know, uh, reducing all this trash. So, me, uh, myself, and Carolina basically, well, before the pandemic, what we did was actually we did, we did a lot of workshop. We do a lot of um, uh, talks to organization, uh, uh, to uh, uh, people, community on how they can actually improve or rather uh, try their best to reduce um, waste and plastic in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, you guys have been around for a long time. You've had uh, lots of on-ground events. Of course, the pandemic has stopped that. But I mean, you kept That's up right. with the work that you guys were doing, of course, right? Yes, we, we still have to kickstart again because we did a lot of education program mm. with children at school uh, many years back. But right now, you know, it's been stagnant and two years of pandemic. Uh, there's not much of activity. So right now, we have to go back to re-educate them on, <laughs> on how we can actually uh, kickstart again on, on this plastic pollution. Yeah. 
I'm happy to uh, to report to you that you know my my daughter uh, came for one of your events many years ago. She's very small. She has the little Tatnat straw T-shirt, which she still wears even till today, and she that's does nice. not use plastic that's straws. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really nice. So yeah. those those lessons stay with the kids. I just wanted to say that. But maybe I mean yeah. I I forced Suyi to share her zero waste story or her, her attempts to go zero waste many many times. Maybe you can share your story with us. I know there was an epiphany involved, and it was about I don't know almost ten years ago, nine ten years ago. Yeah. Oh, it was when we went on holidays and uh, my kids just get fed up like oh why why do we have to pick up trash uh, during our holidays you know because we're on holidays and they, they are also um, disheartened to go on on this uh, nature and they say oh why are we picking up trash and why are people littering and then that was the epiphany and I said well look uh, it's my trash actually it's our trash after realising that we're picking up this trash there's no way we can turn off the I mean, the only way to do it is to not the tap. Is you just have to switch off the tap because the water is keep flowing, right? And it, it never ends. And I say, hey, hey, wait a minute. When I look at myself, I, I have a lot of trash. When I pick up that trash, it's my trash, and I put back in the bin, it goes back on uh, wherever we are. Yeah. And that's where I say, okay, this is not it. We have to turn out the tap. So the only way to turn out the tap is to find a way how not to do it, not how to consume as much and how to find an alternative uh, ways to um, eat your biscuits without packaging, eat your uh, drink, whatever you want, without single-use plastic, not using straws. So I, I go back and evaluate my pantry and evaluate my household and just realize, oh my goodness, I really even have to pay plastic bag to throw trash i have to pay money to throw trash it doesn't make sense right <laughs> so and it's plastic so that's how i said okay how am i gonna do it so i i make a journal uh, or rather like a, a checklist and what are the things that i can reduce and not buying anymore it saved me a lot of money and from there i i vouch and i said look if i can do it other people can do it too you know because it is so simple we're going back to basics on how we live our our lives and it's less complication, you know. Hmm. And uh, from there, I decided to do uh, a PowerPoint presentation. And I said, Look, I am going to present this to people, friends. And that's how I met Caroline. So I was invited by a friend, David, and said, that, Why don't you share? Because I, we don't know how to do it. And we just call friends over and, and watch you uh, present. And so it's like, for example, you don't have to buy shower gel if you can't find you can buy soap bath those things are all going back to basics and then you realize that yes you can maybe it's not 100% but yes you can and there's a lot more things that now I'm doing it like, makes sense that you don't need those things and it's cheaper and you save a lot of money yeah. and you save the planet from polluting the planet with single use plastic so that's and then the kids has actually been adapting into that life and from them they never they never realize that they don't have to do a chores of tra- throwing trash <laughs> they, they just they just don't and they're like oh yeah my friends are always go out to the trash bin and throw trash bins. why do they throw so you know what i mean like uh, well stuff like what they just because it becomes a habit and we don't have that in the house and they just don't have that choice, you know. Yeah, and yeah. and it's something that they just grew up with, and it's just so natural to them, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely, absolutely. Like for example, if they buy an ice cream, you buy something with a cone, and they realize, oh, there's a cone. If there's no cone, do you have cone? They ask them, and they say no cone. Okay, they just skip, 
and it's just so normal for them because they said I'm not going to be deprived of plus uh, of ice cream just because that day there's no cone. Maybe tomorrow, maybe when I walk further, there's an ice cream man selling with a cone. Do you know? So they never think that they're deprived, and they never, never deprived because they know they are going to be the next generation that won't inherit this plant. They they know that and they see it. And they've been picking up trash and they know and they, they feel the frustration. So it, it becomes part of your lives. Yeah. 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 And and I think what I love about it is that, you know, a lot of people say that, oh, I've got families, you know, I've got children, it's so much harder. But you're living proof, uh, like Bea Johnson as well, you know, like it is yes. entirely possible to do. And it's not, I, I like what you said that, you know, it's not the end of the world. There are options that we can explore tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. And then you look at the power of consumption and afterwards you say, okay, when I go, I, I, I love going on holidays and you can ask me, it's like, again, you're on holidays because it's like, why? Because I don't consume a lot and I have money when I go holidays <laughs> and I'd rather spend my money on that. Rather, it's, it's true. And then uh, when our kids, our kids are the same, say, so, oh yeah, money well spent is when we go on holidays versus money on consuming and buying things and which is unnecessary mm-hmm. and stuff and mostly are plastics you know and yeah there you go so you realize about that situation it helps you in terms of the financial i mean i'm not an extreme like some people will say okay you go to the house are minimalist i'm not mm. i have things but things that i like and use i have plastics in my house like a plastic cup that's not single use plastic but basically i don't buy any plastic that i throw Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and for you, Suyi, I mean, you've also been on this journey for a long time and I'm sure you find it extremely fulfilling, right? I mean, it, maybe it was hard at the beginning, but um, it's, it get, does it get easier as the days go by? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's become it's become sort of like our habits and also really built a very long-term kind of uh, mindset uh, whenever we make any kind of um, shopping uh, shopping actions. So I would think of like, oh, uh, do I really need this? And how long am I going to use it? Is it going to use it for just short term or is it going to be used it for a longer period of time or like permanently? So so, so it has become a very, uh, I would say, good habit. And also sometimes I feel, uh, I feel much more convenient, especially for ladies as in, um, because me, myself, I have been using menstrual cup, uh, which is a reusable alternative for uh, disposable sanitary pads uh, since three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I and I have actually reduced so much burden mm-hmm. to actually visit any kind of pharmacies to buy to purchase sanitary pads. Yeah. yeah. And that's really a life changing for me because mm, especially when we go to traveling, um, mm-hmm. we don't need to, pack, we don't need to have a extra corner just to uh, store our uh, store our sanitary pads but just bringing one uh, reusable menstrual cup yeah that's for my case yeah and I mean let's not even talk about the waste that those uh, disposable uh, sanitary napkins (laughs) generate right in our landfills it's just plastic layers and layers of plastic just for one single use sanitary napkin it's crazy yeah. yeah, and I think it, it goes back to what Marina said just now. You know, it's going back to basics. That's how we think going work. Back to basics. Yeah, going back to basics is so simple, and uh, uh, it reminds me of a journey of how I grew up when I was in a kampung with my grandma, hmm. and that's how we we live. And I said, oh, we, we tend to complicate things when we live in the city because we want convenient. But convenient doesn't mean you are mindful, you know. Mm. And when I was uh, living in the Kampong when I was, when I was growing up, and now uh, my grandma has a tech shop, where people fill up their 
uh, oil, cooking oil. And that was my job when they come in and fill up cooking oil and, and scooping the rice. And I said, it's exactly what we've been doing many years back. And what I have to do was actually cutting lots of newspapers, some of the newspapers to wrap um, some of the produce uh, or, or products that people buy. And they buy news. And I remember as well, like if they buy Coca-Cola, Pepsi, and they were on the glass bottle and they come back and return. And then we got this uncle, Chinese uncle, come back and pick up uh, those used Coca-Cola and we, we keep these caps, right? <laughs> the, the bottle the, caps. To play the, the metal caps, right? It's like, oh, you know, it's so precious. The metal cap, we want the metal caps to, and then, and then uh, we get them. So essentially, it's that. And then um, I think... And, and, and that's how Asian used to be, I think, you know, and, and, uh, and it's very community driven. And I know all the customers and my grandma knows all the customers. I mean, it's so nice. You are in contact with the people, you know who they are and you understand the family, you get close and we get like Hari Raya, we get lots of stuff from the, from the customers because, you know, we were the shop there. So, um, and versus now, we just go to the supermarket, we don't even see people, we just pick it up and, and, we become not mindful. I was, I was like that too once upon a time because when um, weekend before I had family, weekend was my shopping um, groceries. When I push my car, I just keep taking without realizing what am I taking? And I go home and put back in my pantry and realize I spent a lot of money. And afterwards, I remove what I have uh, uh, bought like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I just bought a new things. This week, so it doesn't make sense. So that's why I realized I, I need to go back and reevaluate. Just because I have money doesn't mean I can I should spend like that. And yeah. it's not just bad for me, for my health, for my habits. It's also bad for for, for the planet. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So, yeah. Let's just go for a quick break, ladies. When we come back, let's talk about, you know, I mean, the festivities are coming up. Hari Raya is coming up. Let's talk about ways we can be mindful about our consumption uh, during these festivities. I'm speaking today to Marina Yahya. She's the co-founder of Tatnat Straw and Sampah Menyampa. And Korsu Yi, the co-founder and director of Zero Waste Malaysia. It's another episode of Plastic Soup on Earth Matters, an ongoing series where we ask ourselves how we're going to get out of this giant bowl of plastic soup that we seem to have gotten ourselves into. We'll be back after this quick break. You're listening to Earth Matters on the a picture, BFM 89.9. Welcome back. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Julia Jacobs. It's another episode of Plastic Soup, an ongoing series where we ask whether we are indeed living in a giant bowl of plastic soup. But more importantly, we explore ways we can get out of this goop. So joining me today are two zero-waste lifestyle advocates, Marina Yahya, the co-founder of Tatnat Straw and Sampah Menyampa, and Korsu Yi, the co-founder and director of Zero Waste Malaysia. Uh, welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you so much for joining me again. So we, yeah, we wanted to talk about Hari Raya because it's just around the corner, right? And I, I was just reading an article recently about how, you know, um, of course, one of the main features of Hari Raya is, of course, the Ramadan bazaars. And uh, some news reports were leading to the fact that there were less people bringing along their, you know, their own sort of yes. bakas, you know, their own sort of containers. I think, you know, the pandemic has sort of, yeah, you know, like you said, Marina, we've lost a little bit of that on the ground sort of like education and people are not uh, doing that. I mean, what have you witnessed? Have you been seeing that a lot as well? Well, um, in my area, I've seen a lot of grab. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just people are not moving and grab has been delivering and delivering and delivering oh, food. Okay. And the sad thing I noticed that um, they put it outside and they just sit there for hours before the, you know, people 
pick it up. Mm. And I had a chat when I was sitting there, I was waiting for a friend and I was I had a chat and I said to the guard and I said, why are these people taking so long to pick up the food? I don't know, man, she said. And the, the interesting thing about these guards is like, we don't buy food like that. We cook uh-huh. because we want to eat our food and it's much nicer and tastier rather than the food is in that packaging and sits there. I, I was like, wow, you guys, you guys think of that because I, my family think of that and I think of that, but I never thought that this guard and this cleaner think of that. I was just thought maybe it's expensive. Mm. But then I see a lot of rap. I, I did not go to any Bazaar Ramadan this okay. year because um, um, it's not because I refuse, because I don't know, uh, I'm very particular about what I eat. Okay, okay. You know, I, I don't want to be like, for example, okay, I look at the colors, it's beautiful, and afterwards, and I eat it. And when I eat it, and it's, oh, it's not nice, and what do I do? Do I throw the food? Because I don't want to have that food waste. And, and that's the reason why I didn't want to go to Pasar Ramadan. But having said that, I've seen some of my friends who posted on their social media that they did bring some containers when they go to Pasar Ramadan. Okay. The one that I know is a girl friend that I, I, I know. Okay. So, uh, which I'm very happy and they did it and they're, they're happy that they did it as well because they realized that amount of plastic, the amount of packaging, um, layers of layers of packaging, you know, and especially bread, are layers and layers of packaging. It's like in one food stack, you could have maybe easily uh, nine to ten wrap yeah. of plastic, isn't it? Your sauce, your little uh, chili, uh, the main one, the soup, and the straw, and the cap of your drinks and the whole thing. So it's 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 a lot of. A lot of packaging, a lot yeah. of um, single-use plastics. Yeah. yeah, when you actually take a look at it and do an audit of, you know, like even sometimes they, they put cling wrap around the little plastic <laughs> bottle. So it's yes. like layers and layers of plastic. Yes, and now, you know, it's a trend that you buy a drink in a cup and you have a little handle, which is another plastic <laughs> handle that they cut the plastic back, right? Yes. I was like, what an invention. <laughs> Oh, for me, the it's, events are yeah, thing. it's crazy. Um, but what about for you, Suyi? Have you been visiting any uh, Ramadan bazaars? Um, um, not really, but I actually visited um, Pasa Malam mm. uh, almost in a weekly basis. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, what I have been observed is uh, compared to like a few years back, uh, I able to see like some of the um some of the uh some of the people at at my Pasamalam actually bring their own container. Okay. As, as compared to like a few years back when not no one is talking about environmental issues, which is something that I feel like uh, quite positive as well. But also, um, but as compared to last time, uh, the sizes of the Pasamalam is not that big as. Uh, before mm-hmm. yeah so maybe uh, the vendors also serve lesser food as well and because there are lesser demands I guess yeah because of like people can actually order food from delivery services yeah, yeah so that could <laughs> be some saw, yeah. factors as well yeah. 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 but I, that's, that's what I see the trend around my neighborhood because I think it's for them it's like oh driving to Pasar Ramadan parking the car so many choices. Choices is not good, you know. <laughs> choices is like, oh my God, what do I eat? What do I buy? So grab was, when I see my observation, because of the pandemic, yeah. it becomes a habit. So even Ramadan, 
they offer more Ramadan menu. Mm. So people decided to stay food and just buy it from Grab. Yeah. Or Lala Move now that offer food. Yeah. Or Shopee also offer food. So there's a lot of, um, yeah, you know, e-commerce now offering food. Yeah, and it's something, yeah, and it's something that we're encouraged to do, you know, because we're like encouraged to support all our local vendors yes, and all of yes. that. And I mean, we're always told that, oh, you know, you can recycle, uh, you know, the plastic that you consume. But we all know that that is a myth. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. Absolutely, because some of the um, packaging, are, most of them has food residue. So when there's a food residue, it's very hard for you to recycle. Even a pizza mm-hmm. box, if there's a little pizza and oil around in a residue, you can't recycle them. Yeah. And food residues are basically bacteria. So the recycle center would never want to take them back. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess, you know, the message here, of course, is that let's say, I mean, we still have a few more days to, to go and visit, you know, Ramadan bazaars or to go to any shops. The the message is, of course, if you, and I think you've said this before, Marina, we are a nation deeply rooted in takeaway habit, um, but at least do it in a in a sensible, sustainable manner, right? Bring bring along. Yeah, your... I think I think it's not difficult because it's all about changing habits. So you have to have a look and evaluate how can you do this better? Like for me, I always put containers in my car. So I've got a lot of containers. I've got two big carrier. I've got containers. I've got four uh, sets of containers, four sets of cutleries, just in case I, you know, drive and say, oh, wow, they have this, uh, you know, biryani rice. So I've got immediately containers <laughs> in my car and I've got my, uh, my cloth bag for fruit. Sometimes, you know, but you're just driving and you say, oh, well, these guys are selling mango so cheap. Mm. And, Okay, I support them and I just stop my car on the roadside and uh, it's unfortunate that the fact that I'm driving around but the fact is that and I got the containers in, in my car and and it's just simple as that and just once I use it, I put it back in the car. So it's always um, been, you know, a habit and my husband is the same. So he always said, oh, we have containers in the car because just in case, you know, I, uh, I see a roja man. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. you, you have your roja uh, there ready and you have your container with you. So And also it's hygiene and it's your container and you know that's clean and then they put that and for them, it's like, why well, you bring your own container? That is so simple. That is so easy. You go home and eat, right? I said, yep, exactly that. Yeah. And that's what we've been doing. So it's about habit and, and change and and cutleries as well. We have that in the car. Mm. So sets of cutlery. It's it's really not taking up a lot of space, and it's about just making it as a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And also on top of that, uh, for example, I guess uh, aside from uh, having a backup set at at the car booth, uh, because you never know when do you need it. Yes. Uh, also very important is uh, because we know that uh, uh, um, during the fasting months when we book up puasa, uh, we also tend to eat right. families members. So it's also good to actually um, maybe send a WhatsApp message to our family group to ask, oh, okay, um, who is going back to Makan? Who is yes. going back so that we don't um, overbuying the food that yeah. we cannot finish that might also cause uh, food wastage as well. Right. So maybe make a list um, and then when you go to the Ramadan Pasa, you know exactly the amount of people that you need to feed. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The temptation, because there's so much there, the temptation is just to buy everything, right? Oh, but yes, the, absolutely. The point <laughs> is to be mindful about uh, everything that we do, right? About all of our choices. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
And yes. and I mean, with Raya just around the corner, I mean, I don't know if you guys have been out. I went out over the weekend and it was packed everywhere. People shopping and, and buying lots of things. And, it, you know, the, of course, you know, it's been two years of the pandemic, you know, um, we totally understand. But for you, Marina, I mean, how are you preparing for uh, Hari Raya? What are some of the things that you are doing uh, that sort of encapsulate the zero waste uh, way of life? Um, well, my family and myself were just simple. When we celebrate Hari Raya, it's all about visiting. I was just telling you, Sui, it's not about shopping, it's about visiting. But you're right, uh, Julia, because recently um, I just go around everywhere. I'm like, oh my God, so many clothes. Everybody's selling clothes. Raya cookies and clothes everywhere. It's like suddenly everything is pop up. And, and, and I have to say, it is temptation for some people. But I look, for me, it's like, okay, it's uh, it's clutter. It's mm. because... It's just me, you know, and um, and and uh, I can understand for some people that like, you have not celebrated Raya or you have not been Bali Kampung. It's like wow, this is the time. This is it. We're gonna celebrate with family. We're gonna Bali Kampung. New Baji Raya. You're in the mood. Uh, all the queer Raya and all that stuff. But my family and myself, uh, we have we don't make queer Raya anymore for many many years simply because my mom said. It's just waste. Okay. <laughs> One of the things that we did when we were small is making uh, those cookies together. It's because we are together, uh, three girls making cookies, you know, with mom. It's more like a bonding thing. And, and it's hardly you can buy those cookies out, outside. And it was very, very expensive to stay. If you want to buy your chenta, uh, you're like, oh, wow, that's expensive. You know, <laughs> when, you know, how many of us and aunties and uncles want to come? Then after that, my mom realized that um, when we have these cookies at home, it stayed there for months. <laughs> Nobody really eat them, right? Yeah. And they keep eating the same food, like, you know, on the first day of Hari So we eat those foods and then um, mostly finish. Or if there's leftover, we eat on the next day, on the second day of Hari And that was it. And then afterwards, my dad just eat the normal food. My dad said, okay, I'm done. I eat the normal food. Or when we go visiting and and and... And they make different food. They make tomato rice. The other one makes something, other things, bingung goreng. So it's, it's, it's a variety. So in the end, um, we try our best to eliminate um, waste in mm. terms of food. It's very, very important because um, my parents, they hate food waste. And also when they, you, you tend to overcook, it's, it's not yummy anymore because it's difficult. Yeah. But cook, but food the next day is always yummy. So they always know, second day Raya, this food is gonna be so yummy because all your rendang and all that, you know, it's like to me, it's 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 like it's really sits so well yeah. and it's in the fridge, and the next day you recook them. And and we don't have much stuff like for example, like clothes and all that stuff. Like for example, now I got my uh, my brother-in-law gift um his old bajum light to my husband. My son get a hand down from my nephew. I got my, I was shocked because I, I didn't expect. I got a nice top for my Hari Raya during the swap um, event at the, you know, uh, the swap project during the Earth Day over the weekend. Mm. So, yeah, we didn't really spend money on that stuff, you know. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, and, and for me, Hari Raya, it's about, it's not about shopping, it's about visiting, it's about now I'm so looking forward to the fact that we can see each other. I'm looking forward to see my family, visiting aunties, and you know some of my aunties making some good food and that kind of stuff. People that we have not seen for years, mm-hmm. rather than 
your clothes. At the end of the day, nobody will look at your clothes or your shoes, you know. Absolutely not. And then we're wearing masks. Absolutely not. Because they never say, oh, are you wearing the last year clothes? Nobody really cares. Yeah. Nobody really cares. And I like to improvise. Sometimes I improvise. Um, I don't have a lot of uh, all these clothes. So what I do is I have the same clothes what I have on my wardrobe. I just improvise them. Mix and match. Or I wear the same last year. And then they... Nobody remembers. Mm. But you know, I, mean, I think even for, for Chinese New Year as well, you know, it, quite, quite culturally, you know, you're expected to buy those new things. You know, you expect like uh, some people, I suppose, might, might you know, say like, hey, how can you do it? It's tradition to, to you know, start the new year with, you know, everything new. Um, have you faced those sorts of situations? Maybe for you, Suyi, as well, you know, and how did you sort of counter that? Uh, Suyi, you want to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually not much because um, for uh, for example, for this year's CNY, I also didn't manage to buy something new, but actually I also participate like uh, swapping. So by 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 doing more swapping um, um, activities, I'm able to swap uh, my old CNY clothes to something that is new. Right. So there's a oh, new nice. definitions of new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so people will not realize that hey, this looks new, and because I haven't seen you wearing this clothes before, but actually I didn't buy it. I didn't purchase anything new, but I practice. I, I practice uh, swapping clothes with uh, with other people with the same um, same like minded community. Yeah. Okay. All right. And that's really excellent to hear. I think clothes swapping is becoming more and more acceptable now. Yes. More people are doing it, right? Yeah. And they are quite good clothes, though. Yeah. I'm actually yes. very surprised. A very, very good quality, <laughs> very good brand. And my daughter found a top that is from Trusadi. Trusadi is a very expensive brand. And she was like, Is this for real? <laughs> said, yes, it's for real. Like, wow. Why would people want to? I said, Well, what would we want to throw? I said, They did throw, they swap. Mm. See, there you go, right? And mm. said, well, yeah, you find something really interesting. And um, my daughter has a point that's very interesting. I like swapping clothes because um, you never know what you're going to find. It's really yeah. always a surprise element. That's one. Number two, you're not looking at the same rack. You know, the same rack in that design is like M, L, S, X. It's the same design. So you, your mind works differently. Mm. But when you swap, your mind works differently as well. Yeah. And this is it's true. It's really fun. It's fun um, activities to swap. And you know that you're, you're looking for somebody who, you know, you're giving your clothes that you enjoy to somebody and then you're going to find something that sparks joy to you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, I, I always say it's change, like a treasure hunt. And you're changing your wardrobe like just like that and like not spending exorbitant money. Yeah, exactly. And- it's fun, you know. Yeah, and I guess you're saying also that it's more culturally accepted as well. I guess, you know, because like you said, Lasui, people don't realise that it's quote-unquote old clothes. It's something new on you, but yeah, you did it in a more sustainable way and that's really, really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I guess, you know, the other thing, uh, just going back to something Marina was saying, you know, um, especially during festivities, we have a lot of food waste, so much food waste, right? Uh, we've been saying that. Um, and one of, co- uh, of course, one of the things, uh, one of the uh, tenets of uh, the zero waste lifestyle is composting, right? Um, do you think, uh, have you guys been doing that, you know, f- uh, following your celebrations? Do you also compost your food after, you know, done, you're done with it? Um, my side of family, Manhara Raya, is like where we have a leftover because, okay, I, I go back to Kampong, you know, my, my parents will, my parents live here in KL as well as Kampong. So 
there's a lot of people can have our food. Yeah, okay, okay. There's no, no waste then. That's always this hardly waste. Either we hand it down uh, to families or friends or neighbors. So there's always like, oh, give it to these people, give it to this. And you also get some food. But most of the time, it's always finished because you always have people having the food. And, okay. and you know, we pack them in a Tupperware, a container. So it's not in the plastic, mostly in the container, and they will give, they will return back to you, or they send back to you some other things mm. like well, whatever dish that they are good at, you know, or they send to you lemang or something else and all that. So on on during festive season, we hardly have that kind of waste for my son or to compose. Okay. Um. Yeah. Or on on festive season because there's always family coming. Mm. Sometimes they're like, okay, and and my mom has this habit already. I mean, she's changed. She said, if it's finished, it's finished, you know? So what? Just make a drink. They will be full anyway. Don't tell me they come come to the house, you know, with the stomach empty. Nobody does that, right? Mm-hmm. We always go somewhere and say, oh, again we eat. Again we eat. So if it's finished, it's finished. It's true. So she has that. And my grand because my grandma has that too. They come for visit. If not, serve them Milo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and this is how my grandma used to serve uh, people come to the house in the pot Milo because then they get full mm. and then just serve that Milo instead. But um, yeah, uh, is that that's how uh, we be practicing our Hariraya. Mm-hmm. Um, how about for you, Sui? I mean, during like Chinese New Year and things like that. Yeah. So for uh, during Chinese New Year, I think the most uh, food waste that we got is actually the 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 tangerine peels. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah, because yes, because whenever, uh, whenever you have guests at home or whenever you're visiting guests, people are just exchanging, and then uh, you know, oh, it's another tangerine <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have been forcing myself for, throughout the whole Chinese New Year trying to finish up all the tangerine, and ended up I get like a little bit of sore throat because it's too heated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for that orange, uh, not orange blood, uh, but for those uh, tangerine peels or other kind of uh, kitchen scrap, uh, what I did is uh, for for citrus peels, I will try to make it uh, diffuse, infuse it with uh, white vinegar with water to make it like the citrus peel kind of all-purpose cleaner. Okay. okay. Yes. And other kind of kitchen scrap because I do have a worm bin uh, that actually helped me to eat my food scrap and also kitchen scrap. Yeah, but more or less, we also try to be uh, more mindful with uh, whatever we cook, the amount of food that we wanted to prepare so that uh, it's all being reduced from the very first place before we uh, before we actually proceeding to feed more to my worms. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but nothing goes to it. Nothing goes to the landfill ultimately, no, right? But my dad, ha- my dad has chicken, so that's also <gasps> oh, easy, nice. right? Yeah, that's also yeah. easy. So all the food scrape that we have before we cook, so the chickens are waiting, ducks, and they just, you know, nice. uh, send it to them. Perfect so loop, nice. right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, all right. Um, I guess you know before I let both of you go. I mean, any any advice you'd like to give to someone who maybe might be facing some issues with their family who are saying, "Oh, why are you doing this? Why are you spoiling all of our fun by trying to be quote unquote zero waste or you know putting all these sorts of limitations?" What would your advice be on simple things we can do uh, to get our family on board as well uh, to to try and be more um, more mindful and more zero waste uh, this coming festivities. I think for me is lead by example. I never preach to them or never tell them. 
like uh, my sister knows, oh, don't give plastic to her. <laughs> I never say anything. It's like, oh, don't give plastic to her. She's allergy, you know. And it's just lead by example, um, show how I do it. And, um, you know, all my kids, they, they also never preach. We never preach. We just live with the life of a family and then show us that how we do it. Yeah. And I think that's very important because you don't want to hear somebody come and preach to you or, you know, and, and, and have a strong point of view. It's really no point. So when you, when you lead by example, you show your behavior, your habits, your attitude, and afterwards they say, actually, she's been doing it, right? And I remember that she's been doing it, right? And my sister says, so, yeah, how, do, how, did, you, how did she do it? And then they start asking. And they see, and then they learn. That's how I, I think it goes. Mm. So uh, the same thing. I never, I never tell my husband don't take plastic or anything. And I just said I do it with my kids. And then afterwards, he's like, oh my goodness. So I'm going to do because they are doing it. If I don't do it, I feel left out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, it then becomes automatic. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, you don't have to be extreme. You just have to be. You reject politely. You say no to it and you just say it's not good when they, they ask you why. They say, well, we don't need any more plastic, you know, for this planet. That's yeah. it. And you don't have to go further. So you let them ponder, think a little bit like, oh, she has a point or they have a point. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how I do it. Okay. You know, it's, it's no preaching, just lead by example. I think that's the perfect advice. Uh, yeah, I mean, just just do it, right? And if you want to, yes. if someone is inclined, they'll follow and, and they'll see Absolutely. how easy it is. Yeah. Absolutely. How about for you, Sui? I think definitely agree with what uh, Marina just said. And also on top of that, um, also what makes me really help my family's member to be on board of this lifestyle is to make things more easier for them. For example, like uh, when we do composting, uh, because... Uh, some like some of my family's members they never wanted to touch the worm bins yeah so what we do is uh, we have a separate smaller bin uh, just like uh, the those kind of like Chinese New Year, uh, container mm-hmm. so whenever they have like any kind of food scrap they can just dump into that container and I will be the one who actually put it in the compost bin so try to um, try to make it more accommodating so that they won't feel very overwhelmed that uh, they will feel like it's very, very, very inconvenient. Or, yeah. So just find a way that it's easier for them and also it works for us as well. Yeah, so that's also a piece of small advice for myself. But definitely agree with Marina to really lead by as an example. Um, don't feel sad that your family's members are not on board because one day, there will be one day that they will also like, ah, actually makes sense. This is the right way to do things. Yeah. 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 And, and of well, course, sorry. Can yes. I also just add one thing? And it, I can understand it. It is overwhelming, especially during the pandemic because people say, I mean, it is just impossible to do it, you know, 100% indeed. Yeah. Yeah. For example, when you do the test, yeah. what do you do with the test? I mean, I can't find a way at this point to dispose the the test. And very unfortunately, we have to dispose the test in that way of just throwing it in the trash. But having said that, of course, my family will do it in the most responsible way, sealing in a plastic bag because, you know, there's saliva involved and that kind of stuff. So 
pandemic as well, you can't can't be zero completely hundred percent zero. But there are things like in our lives that so we have to adapt. For example, that that is something for me and my family. We just have to surrender and say, well, this part is beyond us, beyond our control. Yeah. We just have to do what we have to do because it is pandemic time. But the other parts that we've been doing, we just have to continue yeah. and just keep saying like we don't take straw, we say tana straw. We have to say more tana straw now than before, actually. Really? <laughs> because even we say tana straw, and then it came with a straw. My my kids will go, but we say tana straw. <laughs> 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 and I say, yeah, well, you know. Uh, this just become automatic again and we have to restart again and reset again but so we eat yeah. and yeah you just like I said we, we have to continue that journey and we, we cannot take it too too stressful because it, it, got, it's, it, it takes to you you know it yeah. takes to you mentally it needs to be more peaceful mind and you just this is my part this is what I'm doing and this is what my family is doing because for me, it's like I'm just giving this knowledge to my children. They're going to take over. Mm. So they have to take over their way, not my way. Yeah. Because my way is different right now. Because I'm just educating them. Yeah. They are going to take over in their way. And, and of course, you know, Sui and also Marina, I mean, the best way if someone's interested, I mean, you guys, you know, through Zero Waste Malaysia, I mean, it's just a repository of all the information that you need uh, to do that and to do that in Malaysia as well, isn't it? I mean, all your resources are, uh, you know, have local references and all of that. Um, and Trashpedia, of course, you know, just uh, our Trash Encyclopedia, which we just launched on Saturday. I mean, maybe you want to just remind listeners, Sui, about that and how they can use it, you know, during our festivities as well. Yeah, so uh, Trash Encyclopedia is a web-based platform that features up to 101 most common household trash that we produce in Malaysia. So we are able to navigate this uh, Trash Encyclopedia on what, why, how, where else to actually dispose of or if there are uh, recyclables or not recyclables and also how do we actually able to do it better which is the zero waste waste or any kind of actions that can help us to avoid from creating them from the very very first place so this trash encyclopedia is available in english at the moment on uh, trashpedia.zerowastemalaysia.org but Definitely looking forward to this coming October uh, when we are going to also including the other three main Malaysian languages from Mandarin, Bahasa Malaysia and also Bahasa Tamil. Okay, excellent. So just need to head to Zero Waste Malaysia's website and all your social media yes. pages, of course, to follow more. And Marina, I mean, Tatnuat Straw and Sampa Manyampa, I'm hoping we'll see more uh, on-ground events with you guys as well. Uh, some plans in the pipeline? Yes, we do. Uh, we're working on it to get together with uh, with Zero Waste, uh, of course. Okay. So we're looking forward to that and, and, and uh, lots of workshop, education program and some other on-ground activities. Definitely, okay. definitely. Just just look out. We will post something soon uh, on our website, uh, on, on our Facebook social media. Okay. On your social media page. Okay, so I guess, you know, folks just need to follow Zero Waste Malaysia, uh, Nat Straw, and also Sampah Menyampah for all those updates. And also for tips, you know, really important tips on how we can all, yeah, try, at least try to, you know, start um, being more mindful and, and thinking about the way we consume and the way we, we um, uh, generate waste, I suppose, right? And how we dispose of that waste as well. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, Salama Hari Raya to both of you. Thank you so much uh, for joining me today. I've been speaking to Marina Yahya, co-founder of Tanak Straw and Sampa Manyampa, and Kosu Yi, co-founder and director of Zero Waste Malaysia. Just head to their websites if you'd like to find out more. And if you miss any part of today's interview, you can always download the podcast at bfm.my slash earth, or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.